0: Okay, so let's revisit yesterday's episode in regards to Cole Caulfield and the second overall pick. And speaking of second overall pick, Yuri Slavkovsky was able to have a big impact for Team Slovakia during the world champions. And he's picking up right where he left off after the Olympics. So I think it's becoming more increasingly obvious what the New Jersey Devils are going to do with the second overall pick. And it does not involve Cole Caulfield. We have a lot to discuss in today's episode. Buckle up. First time in a long time that I'm posting an episode on Sunday. So, hope you guys enjoy it. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to Locked On Devils Podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Achaki, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So in the previous episode, I talked about a silly season scenario that involved Cole Caulfield and also the second overall pick. I also talked about the possibility of the New Jersey Devils picking up Jack Campbell via free agency. And in regards to the Cole Caulfield silly season discussion, a lot of you, I'm not sure if you're New Jersey Devils fans, Montreal Canadiens fans, or fans of the NHL in general, you guys were saying that you know Cole Caulfield is a lot better than people are pegging him out to be. Obviously, when the Montreal Canadiens had a coaching change come midseason, Cole Caulfield was able to take his game to another level. So the fact of the matter is, you guys are really big on Cole Caulfield, and you felt as though I wasn't fair in my overall assessment about the New Jersey Devils potentially obtaining him. Once again, I cannot confirm nor deny if the New Jersey Devils are trying to question the Montreal Canadiens in regards to the services of Cole Caulfield. But at the same time, it is silly season. It's the off season. I love doing these types of episodes. It talks about certain scenarios and it could talk about like, you know, an endless amount of possibilities that can happen to any organization. So I respect the fact that you guys uh, felt as though Cole Caulfield is a lot better than what I was making him out to be and also what other people are making him out to be. So I'm going to revisit that silly season discussion, and I'm going to give you a more in-depth analysis about why I would not want Cole Caulfield on the team. So my stance doesn't change, but how I approach it will change. Because looking back on the episode, I guess it it is fair to say that I didn't really offer much in-depth analysis. I more went on a tangent, and I just uh, looked at the stats, and I just overall just said, like, hey, I, I don't want Cole Caulfield on the team based on what he did. Early on in the season, I didn't even consider the fact that you know Montreal did have a coaching change, and and he and the they made a coaching change after they lost to the New Jersey Devils badly. So I do remember that. And Cole Caulfield was, um, you know, able to take his game to another level. And I respect you guys. So. Let's do this silly season discussion once again. So uh, one of my uh, colleagues from Pucks and Pitchforks released an article saying that maybe the New Jersey Devils could use the second overall pick to trade away uh, to get the services of Cole Caulfield. Now, here's the thing. I don't think the New Jersey Devils would even try to question the Montreal Canadiens as to whether or not they want the second overall pick because apparently there's reports going around saying that the Montreal Canadiens are very intrigued about getting not only the first overall pick, which they already do, they want the second overall pick because they are interested in maybe obtaining uh, Slavkoski because Shane Wright is projected to go number one. But the fact of the matter is, I don't think the New Jersey Devils would be willing to part ways with the second overall pick to the Montreal Canadiens because you're, you're giving the Montreal Canadiens basically two franchise players that can help them down the future. And the New Jersey Devils will be like the scapegoats of the NHL if they are, are able to do that towards the Montreal Canadiens. Like it doesn't make sense to trade the Canadians the second overall pick because you don't want them to go one, two and then get too big organizational pieces. It doesn't work that way. So I feel as though that's not a good business decision for New Jersey Devils to do if if they can't find a trade for a second overall pick, then I don't think it makes much sense for them to trade it away to the Montreal Canadiens. Now, here's the thing about Cole Caulfield. Cole Caulfield definitely has a bright future ahead of him. He was teammates with Jack Hughes for Team USA, and they were able to uh, have a good productive year of being line teammates and i respect the fact that you know jack hughes does make people around him better so in, in terms of just getting cole caulfield adjusted to uh, the devil's organization i don't think it will be that much of an issue however i just feel as though we can do so much better because i feel as though for cole caulfield he still has a lot of development to do himself because the fact of the matter is he's 21 years of age and if you guys recall he was sent down to the ahl during the course of the season because he was struggling early on in the year. And, you know, the general manager, of the front office, they were basically saying like, look, Cole Caulfield is a good player, but we just need him to step up his game. So that's why we sent him down. Cole Caulfield even said himself that being sent down to the, to the AHL was based best case scenario for him because he was able to just uh, develop and get his confidence back. So once again, I'm not faulting Cole Caulfield for going down to the AHL. I'm just using this as an example because it's just like, you know, are, are we willing to take that risk uh, if we're the New Jersey Devils? Because when looking at that article from Pucks and Pitchforks, uh, my colleague Nick was able to say like, hey, you know, Cole Caulfield did struggle on early in the year, but once the coaching change occurred, then, you know, uh, the then Cole Caulfield was able to take his uh, game to another level because Caulfield had one point in the first month, two points in the second month, and then four total points, all assists in December. And then when uh, the Montreal Canadiens made their coaching change on February 9th, Caulfield had one goal of the season. For the rest of February, he had six. So uh, I do give credit when credit is due. Cole Caulfield was able to take his game to another level once the Montreal Canadiens did make that coaching change. But it does raise some red flags in my eyes, which is, will he adjust well to Lindy Ruff? If he is hypothetically traded to the New Jersey Devils organization, which call field am I going to get? Am I going to get last year's call field where he was able to basically be a uh, 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 a last minute contender for the Calder Memorial Trophy. Obviously he wasn't gonna win it, but still he was able to put his name into the running because he was able to catch fire towards late last year. He was also able to have a miraculous playoff run that helped uh, jumpstart the Macho Canadians for making their Stanley Cup finals run. But, or am I going to get this year's uh call field where he got off to a slow start Was basically a non factor. And, uh, you know, if there is a coaching change for a New Jersey Devils organization, will he adjust to that coach? So ultimately, my main concern for Cole Caulfield is just where he's at in his development stage. Because if we trade away that second overall pick, we can literally just get a player who, uh, you know, we don't have to worry about uh, development, if that makes sense. Because if if we're going to trade away the second overall pick, I would like for it to be an established player, like not a player who has a bright future but a player who's in their future now, if that makes sense. So someone like Matthew Kachuk or Johnny Goodrow, because you saw what they did for the Calgary Flames, or I- I'd even be all right if we traded away for Alex DeBrincat, because Alex DeBrincat is already an assistant captain for the Chicago Blackhawks, and he's been having a a really good past uh, couple seasons for the Blackhawks as well in terms of just racking up the points. So my overall thing for Cole Caulfield is that he is a good player with a bright future. But if I am going to trade away that second overall pick, I would like for it to be a player who's already established themselves in the NHL, has already established consistency, and has already shown that they can change an organization and just try to take them to the next level. If we got Cole Caulfield, it's going to be a process. We would have to be patient. Yes, I, I, I get. The fact that he was able to uh, basically step up his game come midseason and the New Jersey Devils were no strangers to that because Yegor Sharon Govich was able to step up his game come midseason because Sharon Govich was kind of in the same boat as Cole Caulfield. There were high expectations going into the season. Obviously, you know, Sharon, I'm not saying that Sharon Govich is on the same level as Caulfield. I'm just using this as, as an example. So please don't uh, shoot the messenger in this case. But, you know, when looking at Yegor Sharon Govich, he got off to a slow start of the year. He was a healthy scratch a couple times. There were high expectations going into the season because if you guys recall, Yegor, Sharon Govich, and then Yanni Kwokunen alongside with Jack Hughes, they were the top line for the New Jersey Devils last year towards the end of the year. We gave them the nickname The Kid Line because they were just doing so well, especially with Sharon Govich and Hughes, and we were just like Hughes' is finally starting to come into his own. Sharon Govich was a big surprise, and Yanni Kwokunen, he was there uh, more times than not. So we were really excited for that line going into the into the season. And we said, those three players are definitely going to be one of our top six guys. And then ultimately, come the beginning of the year, I know Yanni Kroken had to deal with injuries throughout the course of the year. But still, his production wasn't really there when he was out on the rink. And then for someone like Sharon Govich, you know, got off to a slow start of the year, was a healthy scratch a couple times. But then come midseason, when Jack Hughes was able to return from injury, Sharon Govich was able to take his game to another level and that gave us hope once again that maybe Sharon Govich is heading in the right direction in terms of his development. So if we got Cole Caulfield, you know, are we going to have to go down that same route in terms of development? So my overall thing is like, you know, I love Cole Caulfield. I'm sure he has a bright future ahead of him, but we can literally just draft like, you know, Slavkowski or Cooley or someone of that nature. And we can just say, okay, we're going to develop this player and it won't really cost us anything because, you know, we, we, we didn't trade away the pick and it's not like we're taking a gamble out on someone, because if we trade away the second overall pick for Cole Caulfield, that is a full on gamble. Like that is a move that could get somebody fired (laughs) like Tom Fitzgerald. I'm just putting that out there. So If we were to get someone like Cole Caulfield, I'm sure he does have a bright future, and I'm excited to see what he does. Once again, I can't reiterate that enough, but at the same time, just where the New Jersey Devils are at right now, I just don't see him coming to New Jersey for the second overall pick. I I just don't see it happening. But like I said, I wasn't trying to slander the kid. I'm not trying to say he doesn't have a bright future in the NHL. I I, I get that I didn't take a lot of other factors into consideration. And that's on my end, but at the same time, I feel as though uh, my stance is still valid in terms of just not wanting to trade for him. So once again, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I offended any Montreal Canadiens fans out there. I know that they're big on Cole Caulfield, And I guess I was sort of the same way with Jack Hughes, because if you look at Jack Hughes sophomore year, you would look at something that's really not impressive but devils fans we knew we knew he was heading in the right direction he was going to be something special and then look what happened jack hughes became an all-star so the same can be said for cole caulfield probably because caulfield got off to a pretty hot start late in the year last year was able to help the montreal canadians get to the stanley cup finals then this year early on he struggled you know i read the stats for the first few months and. Ultimately, he was sent down to to the AHL, and then once uh, the the front office decided to make a change to the coaching staff, the the Montreal Canadiens were able to get a lot more production from Cole Caulfield. So once again, I think um, I, I I think trading away that second overall pick is still risky and not really worth Cole Caulfield in in, in that sort of regards and. Also, from a business standpoint, doesn't really make much sense because are you really w- willing to give the Montreal Canadiens the chance to draft two potential franchise players in Shane Wright and Uri Slavkovsky? It, it doesn't really make any sense in that regard. So that's my overall stance with Cole Caulfield and where he stands with the New Jersey Devils organization. Trading away the second overall pick is just way too risky. It's not smart. And, you know, in terms of his overall development, he's 21 years of age. He's, he does have a bright future, but ultimately it's just like, you know, we could get that from uh, a lot of other players as well. Like we could develop Alexander Holtz to become something special. We could develop Luke Hughes to become something special. We can uh, maybe develop players like A.J. Greer, Fabian Zeland to become something special because they were able to light it up for the Utica Comets. So, my overall thing is like, you know, why would we trade for another young player who has a bright future that we can possibly develop when we can either get that with a second overall pick or the players that we already have in our prospect pipeline? So that's my overall stance, and I think it's a valid. So three things, which is not a good business move, uh, way too risky, and we already have plenty of players that we could develop and try to make NHL superstars, if that makes sense. So that's my overall stance with Cole Caulfield and those overall rumors of him potentially joining the new jersey devils organization so i hope that clears the air just a little bit more i hope you guys understand where i'm coming from in terms of just cole caulfield potentially joining the new jersey devils organization now before we switch topics. I want to give you guys the first and only library this morning. It comes from our friends at Rock Auto. So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain all-parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving, serving do it yourself for, for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website to find all the solutions to your auto parts needs. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com, everybody now when going into more detail about cole caulfield potentially joining the new jersey devils roster let's look at the article a bit more so when looking at the rest of the canadians assets there's nothing that moves the needle for the devils maybe an unprotected 2023 first round pick could get their attention but it probably still doesn't get it done caulfield is the only asset that the canadians have that would remotely get the devil's attention and even if that is questionable at the end of the day We think the Devils would do it. It gives their player another piece to put him in the best position to succeed. Add Caulfield to the huge Sharon Govich line. And that sounds like a great first line for the next decade. So once again, uh, you know, it's just like I would much rather have an established player, a player who's in their future right now. So I talked about Johnny Goodrow, Johnny Hockey, for example, because. Goodrow this past year for the Calgary Flames, he suited up in all 82 games. He had 40 goals, 75 assists for a grand total of 115 points. Do I think he'll join the New Jersey Devils organization? Absolutely, 100%. Probably, definitely not. Like, I don't think it's going to happen, but it's a rumor that's basically going around because the Devils have cap space, they have a lot of prospects, they also have that second overall pick, or someone like Matthew Kachuk, because Matthew Kachuk is four years younger than Johnny Goodrill, but at the same time, someone like Matthew Kachuk, he was able to have 100 plus points. So if I'm trading away that second overall pick, if I'm Tom Fitzgerald, I'm being very picky. Of who i trade that second overall pick to because you don't need to trade it for someone like cole caulfield because you can draft another relatively young player who can develop into something special or if you feel as though the new jersey devils are ready to just get back into the wild card but you know your first priority has to be to pick up a goalie but digressing a little bit if you feel as though the new jersey devils are definitely ready to basically try to compete for a wild card spot if you feel as though the devils are ready to just be more respected in the league then By all means, you know, just try to pursue someone like Johnny Goodrow, Matthew Kachuk, or, you know, uh, Alex DeBrinquet, because I am starting to change my mind a little bit about maybe training away the second overall pick for Alex DeBrinquet. But we'll talk about that in a future episode. But ultimately, for someone like Cole Caulfield, it's just way too much of a gamble to try to pick up his services. But ultimately, the kid does have a bright future. And let's just talk about how he would fit in with the New Jersey Devils organization. So obviously, with him being former teammates with Jack Hughes on Team USA, I feel as though Lindy Ruff would be out of his mind not to put uh, Cole Caulfield on the same line as uh, Jack Hughes because I feel as though Jack Hughes uh, has that already established chemistry with Cole Caulfield and Hughes also makes the players around him better and have that sort of impact. So you guys are probably wondering, what do I mean by an established player? Well, when looking at that second overall pick, I'm looking for a player who can definitely make an impact for New Jersey Devils. Right away, not someone who would be an experiment, not someone who would be a risk, but someone who's established themselves in the NHL the last couple of years to be a person that uh, any team would be lucky to have. And that can definitely take them over the mountaintop and just take their organization to the next level. And I feel as though those types of players are someone like Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Goodrow, maybe someone like Kevin Fiala. He did have a good contract year, so you do need to take that into consideration. Don't think he's worth the second overall pick or maybe someone like Alex DeBrincat, someone who's a captain for an organization, someone who's young and yet someone who puts up a high uh, um, uh, amount of points and has good production. So once again, I, I just don't think Cole Caulfield is that type of person. I know I sound like a broken record when I say this, but you know, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about more of what the New Jersey Devils should do with the second overall pick. So when looking at Yuri Slavkovsky and what he was able to do for the world champions and what he was able to do for Slovakia. I think it's becoming more and more obvious that the New Jersey devils are going to hold on to that second overall pick, because let's face it. Slavkovsky was able to have a big impact for team Slovakia in the world champions. And he was able to have a good amount of points. And I feel as though Tom Fitzgerald is looking at that and he's just saying like, you know what? I think we need to hold on to that pick because I think Slavkoski is something special because there's rumors circling uh, around saying that maybe the Montreal Canadiens will take uh, your eyes uh, Slavkowski with the first overall pick instead of Shane Wright. However, the consensus is that uh, Shane Wright is the first overall pick. So once again, guys, I tell you, when you have the first overall pick, usually you got to go with a consensus. You can't go with what, you know. Um, you you can't go with what your organization needs. You need to go with what, like, you know, the first overall pick is uh, basically agreed upon to be. So in this case, it's Shane Wright. So, Uh, To give you guys an example, if the New Jersey Devils had the first overall pick, what are some things that the team needs? You know, we don't really need centers. We got Jack Hughes, Nico Keisher. We got Dawson Mercer. We got a few other centers that we're trying to develop in the Utica Comets organization. We don't really need a center. It's why I tweeted out like a week or two ago saying we don't need Shane Wright, So which is why I wasn't really big on the New Jersey Devils potentially getting the first overall pick. We don't need them, but, but, you know, we do need defense and we do need goalies. So thank the Lord that we could possibly get Slavkowski. And then um, for someone like uh, Shane Wright, he's a great player, but not really something that we need. Or maybe we could have drafted a goalie with the first overall pick. But the, the NHL world would have ripped us apart if that were to hypothetically happen in some sort of alternate dimension. But. Ultimately, when looking at Slavkoski and what he's able to do for Team Slovakia, I think the New Jersey Devils are really excited about potentially drafting him because he was dominant in the Olympics as he led all players with goals with seven. And he came into the world champions with high expectations. And he was able to, uh, you know, deliver that and some. And he had the second most points in the tournament's history by an under-18 player, according to Pucks and Pitchforks. And, you know, Patrick Laine had seven goals and five assists for 12 points with 10 games during – uh, his draft year. And then when looking at someone like Slavkowski, you know, could he be the next Patrick Line? Because the fact of the matter is, I think that we can all agree that Line a is there sometimes, sometimes he's not, but ultimately he's still a good player, but maybe the New Jersey Devils can strike gold with someone like Slavkowski on the roster. So after Slavkovsky's uh, performance in the world champions, after his performance in the Olympics, I think it's becoming more increasingly obvious that the New Jersey Devils are really going to hold on to that uh, pick and they're going to try to draft Slavkoski. And here's another thing that could potentially happen. Once you draft Slavkoski, you basically have another trade pond to work with because you don't have to just trade the second overall pick when it's, you know, vacant and no one's drafted it yet. You can like, draft Slavkowski and then maybe sometime down the road, sometime in the future, I don't know how long it would be, but you could use Slavkowski in a trade deal if the opportunity does present itself. So just because the New Jersey Devils hold on to it come draft day doesn't mean they're going to hold on to someone like Slavkowski or, or Cooley or whoever they end up uh, drafting for a for you know the rest of their careers they can use them in in trade discussions you know i i talk about trading prospects all the time and i'm big on the devil's prospects i think they have a bright future ahead of them but ultimately at the end of the day this is a business so let me know what you guys say in the comment section if you're watching on youtube You know, did I get uh, everything right in terms of what my opinions are with Cole Caulfield? Uh, Are you excited about Slavkovsky basically uh, becoming a New Jersey Devil? Or are you still open to the fact that maybe the New Jersey Devils might trade away that second overall pick? And I I want to know whether or not, what would you do? What would you do uh, with the second overall pick? Are you holding on to it? Are you trading it? What do you think of Cole Caulfield? Do you think he has a bright future ahead of him? Am I making a mistake by not saying, that? I want them on the organization. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So, leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on a podcast streaming service. Please hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMac4 and also the show's Twitter page at Locked On Devils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you guys. So, thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go, Devils. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.